Hello, welcome to Weekly Dose with Dr. Uday, where all your questions for your primary care doctor are answered. Our goal is to help our listeners make their wellness a priority and live out long, enjoyable, and fulfilling lives. All right, we are on. Welcome, welcome everybody to episode of Weekly Dose with Dr. Jay. I have Dr. Tamayo back with us. This is going to be so good. She's going to be um, educating us on um, the best way to transition home from. Um, and so before we get started into that um, good information we're going to be getting, I'm going to start with introductions. For those that don't know me, I'm Dr. Uday. Um, I'm a board-certified family medicine physician. I'm based in Martinsburg, West Virginia. Um, I own a primary care practice, namely Apple Valley Family Medicine. I also provide aesthetic services, and with both modalities, my goal is to have my patients feeling good and looking good. So a little bit about Dr. Tamayo. Um, She's a board-certified physiatrist and CEO of Prime Directives PM&R LLC and the Chief Clinical Officer of Prev AI. She's deeply interested in improving processes of the rehabilitation spectrum and has utilized her experience and background in program development to build neurorehabilitation services in both the SNF and IPR settings. So thank you so much, Dr. Tamayo, for being with us. Thank you for having me. Yay. So the topic, everyone, is transitioning home from rehab. So Dr. Tamayo, what are the obstacles that people face in rehab? So, you know, uh, we have uh, different rehab facilities that people can transition from. So one is the acute inpatient rehab and the other is a subacute or skilled nursing facility rehab. Um, but either way, you know, I think one of the biggest transitions um, or challenges that they face is just dealing with the actual disability that they've, you know, um, they, they now have, especially after a stroke, a traumatic brain injury or a spinal cord injury. Uh, so transitioning home, um, you know, we're hoping that all the, the lessons and strategies we teach you in rehab can get applied to the home. Um, and, and hopefully, you know, you had a, um, a physical therapist or occupational therapist through the home care agency that can help that transition, um, you know, to be a little bit safer and to be a little bit more comfortable for patients. So, you know, one of the, the biggest pieces of advice I, I give, um, you know, it's, it's really it's a three pronged approach. One is medical, right? Uh, so the first approach is, you know, really understanding what happened to you. Um, and it's very, um, and understanding how your body has changed and how it's going to continue to change and how it's going to get better. Uh, so, you know, uh, with uh, the help of our primary care colleagues, um, what I, I, I hone in on so importantly is having that follow up with your uh, primary care doctor, um, you know, reestablishing that relationship or establishing a relationship with a primary care physician right after uh, you've suffered a um, catastrophic event um, and now have a disability to, to a, a, a deal with because they are our safety net, you know, for um, the community. Like there, there's sometimes they don't necessarily see us right away, you know, uh, after uh, rehab. 
but they they do go to see you know our primary care colleagues and um so it's it's really important for them to follow up as soon as possible because medications might have changed um and now that they they have uh this disability they need the extra support so that's the medical component um the second component is you know ensuring that you know your home is safe and that is where that home care agency with your your physical therapist and occupational therapist is going to come in um, your home may have to go through some structural modifications uh, and being very open to that, you know, to make sure that, you know, it is safe for you is very important. Uh, I like to tell my patients that uh, who often feel and who often tell me, well, you know, I feel like you're taking away my independence by making me use this assistive device or, or making me, you know, put all these things in my house. And actually the opposite is quite true. Um, you know, it's just because we, uh, I think part of it too, is that we live in a very ableist society. So when we start putting things in our home that does not feel normal, um, then it's, it's, uh, it's a shock, you know, to them. It's a shock to the system, but truly, you know, making sure that your home is safe and that you have the right durable medical equipment, uh, is actually trying to, uh, improve your independence as much as possible. Um, so that's the second thing is that home safety uh, evaluation and uh, the home care piece. Um, part of that is also uh, continuing your therapies. Uh, so uh, oftentimes, you know, once uh, they get home, um, most people do actually end up being um, uh, do better at home versus in the hospital uh, because they are in a place that they're comfortable with. Uh, but sometimes, you know, uh, what happens is that they're not as aggressive with their therapies once they get home. And I tell them, you know, again, part of being in that home environment is not just getting used to, you know, your 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 uh, home in, in a new body almost, but uh, also continuing your therapies because most recovery, especially after a neuro neurological event, really occurs within those first three to six months up to one year. Not to say that you're not going to improve more after that, but you know, uh, time is very important. Yeah, the third point is, um, you know, uh, talk. I think I was talking about um, continuing therapies. Um, okay. So. And uh, continuing therapies in terms of recovery is very important after a neurological uh, incident because we want to make sure that we're uh, optimizing and maximizing that time uh, since most recovery uh, will occur between three to six months um, after a neurological incident uh, up to one year. And that's not to say that they're, they're not going to improve after that, but uh, I, I find that, you know, uh, patients uh, sometimes sort of fall back you know, and, and don't, um, you know, maintain sort of that same intensity uh, when they, they get home. Uh, so, you know, we want to make sure that they, they're keeping track and they're, they're, they're staying on track for their recovery. Uh, so time, time is very important. So those Absolutely. are, I think, are the three things that I, I, I address. Absolutely. So, um, so Dr. Tamayo, um, how do people connect with you? Yeah, so um, we have, uh, um, uh, they can connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, they can also connect with me um, through prev.ai. Uh, if they're interested in home safety evaluations, they can connect with me directly. Um, I can actually send you my uh, email address uh, for prev uh, on, and we can put it on the, the link. Um, sure. And uh, the third is actually our, our website as of the, the recording of this um, um, uh, session 
It's not quite up yet, but you will be able to reach me at www.pdpmr.com. Awesome. Thank you so much, Dr. Tamayo. Um, so guys, you heard it. We'll include the link with posting. Um, and if you're looking for a great primary care physician, um, look us up at Apple Valley Family Medicine. It's Our website is www.applevalleyfamilymed.com. Our phone number is 304-350-87. Have a wonderful week. And thank you so much, Dr. Smayo. Thank you, Dr. Uday. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please take a moment to subscribe, share, and include a review. Don't forget, you're worth it, and your health is our priority. Tune in for another episode next week, and have a great rest of your week.